welcome back world we've been a little bit busy with school and such but we're back with another podcast uh today we're gonna be talking about the election a little bit and then we're going to get into our nfl playoff predictions and who we think is going to win the super bowl because you know it's the middle of the season what else is there to talk about hope you enjoy huh what's going on luke what's going on man how you doing so it looks like joe biden is the 46th president of the united states that is what the media has declared yet, as of yet. Yeah. You don't believe it? Um, if – well, there are a lot of problems off the bat. Yeah. Wisconsin had more votes than registered voters. That's a problem. Uh, Pennsylvania, if you start looking at the uh, ballot registration of whether or not they received and recorded your ballot, um, there are – and I've seen – I've checked some of the names of uh, people that were born in, like, 1902 and 1860 that have quote unquote received a ballot and had the ballot sent back and counted. Uh, and then there's people like my younger brother Brock who drove back home from South Carolina and voted in person because he never received his ballot and his vote has not been counted yet. So as of right now, and I think Georgia and uh, Michigan are also having a very similar problem. So as of right now, uh, the media has declared Joe Biden the winner, and if there is no um, legal trouble regarding that, I applaud President Biden and hope he does well running the country. If there is um, some fraudulent action going on with the votes and the counting, then I think we've got a serious problem. We need to reevaluate how uh, we're going to do voting from here on out because we can't live in fear of the pandemic forever. Yeah. Dude, I think it's so funny how there's like two different sides. Like there's the left and the right, as always. They're like poor opposites in this situation. Like the right's like, oh dude, it's not over yet. Like there's there's all this voter fraud. And they have like thousands of examples. And then the people on the left are like, what do you mean? Like you're you're in straight denial. Like, and they, they don't believe one one single thing of voter fraud. Yeah. It, it's so I think funny. I think it's interesting um that in the last election in 2016. They were crying out from the from the rooftops that there was Russian meddling in the election, which there may have been, there may not have. I haven't honestly looked into the full findings of that. Um, but to turn around and say, but to originally say there was without certain and as far as I know, without serious amounts of proof, mm -hmm. um, foreign meddling in our election, and then this year to say it's impossible to meddle in someone else's election, it's Hibbit, but I don't know what to say. It's I think there needs to be an audit of the votes in contested states, and if there is no fraudulent action going on, then I think no one should oppose that. Yeah, dude, it's funny how like all these uh, I'll say like people on the left, especially like I, I'm the one. I don't know how much you go on Twitter because like I kind of I guess I run the Twitter account for yeah, Twitter Twitter's yours. Yeah, so if, if we say if America's Sweet Hearts podcast is anything offensive on Twitter, it's Matt Gunner. <laughs> so don't yell at Luke for that. But yeah, I, uh, I'll probably back him up on it. There have been a couple times I've texted him and been like, yo, you can't tweet that. That's where like, I get super angry. You can't tell someone to meet you behind the gym and try and fight them. Like, that's not, you can't put that on Twitter, dude. No, bro. <laughs> but I think you're right, just, just for all right, that was an example. He never actually tweeted. I never did, but I get where he's coming from. <laughs> when I get super angry, I do I do get like that. But yeah, the people on the left, like 
they've been they literally cried for four straight years like they still haven't accepted that trump won the presidency in 2016 and they cried russian interference for four years and and there's legitimate sketchy incidents of voter fraud or voter irregularities there I go. I'm talking like Biden right now. And, and, and they're like, dude, you're just in straight denial. I'm like, well, not necessarily. Let's just wait a little bit. Let's see what happens. Cause I think there are some obvious cases of voter fraud, unlike your, your Russian interference where it wasn't as obvious, but you still cried about it for four years. Yeah. I think honestly, I just think there needs to be an audit of contested States and yes, it will take time. Um, but that is how we'll find the truth. And if the truth comes out and Joe Biden wins, and I will be the first to say I was wrong and Joe Biden won the presidency. Congratulations, Mr. President. But until that happens, uh, until we at least figure out what's going on, and then I'm going to continue saying that there's always going to be an asterisk that he may not have won. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, did he already follow, or did he already file lawsuits in, in certain states, right? I think there's been a lawsuit in Michigan and Wisconsin. I thought he filed one in PA. I think PA is coming. It better be. I know PA is corrupt. I think Georgia also. Uh, a lot of this, I'm sure a lot of states will be. Like knowing Trump, I mean, to be yeah. fair, he's a he's a sore loser, and I respect yes. that. But I'm I think not I think a huge fan, but I understand it. There's a legitimate case to be a sore loser in in this. Uh, like like you mentioned, all the all the cases of obvious voter fraud, like there's no way somebody from 1860s is alive today and voting. There's no way. And there, yeah. there's multiple cases of that. But And there's a difference between being a sore loser. There's a difference in being a sore loser when you lose fairly and being a sore loser when you lose to someone who may or may not have cheated. Yeah. So I've, I think I've in this of, case we're in the we don't know. So yeah. we'll see. I've kind of already, I mean, this is just me. Obviously, I'm conservative. I'm the Trump train. I voted for Trump. But, like, I I kind of already accepted that he wasn't going to win re-election. I, I kind of thought that before, um, before like, even election day. I mean, if you look at the polls, which were, like, significantly off, nobody thought he was going to win. And then I watched the election night, and I'm like, holy crap, like, he's actually going to win. Like, at that point, I, I, I totally flipped. and like, he's actually going to win re-election. And I, I literally stayed up till 3 a.m. on election night. Uh, I was like watching all kinds of live streams. I, I, I changed Fox News, but I was watching all kinds of um, live streams and stuff. And then I think it was like 4.30 in the morning, uh, the state of Michigan totally flipped. And there was like a crazy amount of votes just for Biden. 138,000, yeah. Yeah, and I think I heard somebody say it was like just statistically improbable for that, that margin. Well, if you look at the total, if you looked at the total votes counted and the total Biden votes, but between, I want to say it was like 3.55 and, I don't know, 4.20 something in the morning, uh, there was 138,000 extra, uh, 138,000 total votes counted in that 25, 30-minute uh, time span, and every single one of them was a Biden vote. Yeah. So the, the statistical likelihood of that happening, uh, Unlikely. I'm going to go ahead and say zero. Yeah, very at least point zero 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 one. Yeah, which we round to zero. Yeah, I mean this this whole. Did you see um Trump? Like I think he made his speech. I don't know if you if you saw it, but he like made a, a little um speech during election night where he kind of like declared victory a little too soon. 
215-ish, and I think he came out at like 235, so I missed it. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, so I guess you need to see it, but there was um, a part where he totally called it. He's like, let's just be careful. I don't want them at like 435 in the morning when nobody's up to be counting all these votes for Biden. Tonight, and then you take a look at the kind of margins that we've won them by. We don't want them to find any ballots at four o'clock in the morning and add them to the list. Okay? Two hours later. And he, bro, he got totally caught it. <laughs> yeah, that's... It's a little suspicious, you, to say the you, least. You think, I don't know how much of a conspiracy theory guy you are, but do you think that, like, COVID-19 was put in? I'm just going to, like, straight up ask you. Do you think COVID-19 so, was put in by China to for the for the purpose of mail-in voting so that it could give Biden the edge? I don't think China's that smart. Um, at least that specific. I think... And if we're, if I had to believe a conspiracy theory, which I don't even know if I do, um, but if I had to make up a theory that is crazy and has the most likelihood of being correct, I would say that the coronavirus created in a lab uh, as a bioweapon and they tested the bat and they think the bat, they thought the bat tested negative, like a false, a false negative. And so they released the bat. It was captured by some trapper hunter in the Wuhan area, brought to a wet market. Someone ate the bat, contracted the virus and started spreading it. So do I believe China, if I had to pick one, I would say China did not intentionally um, release the virus because that, because it took such a toll on China. Yeah. It damaged China so much. Um, but did they, would I think they hide? I think they would hide the real numbers. I don't believe that they were down to zero cases by like early April. Uh, I didn't know they said I think, that. I think they did that too, because their economy was already shot. Yeah. I think they hid the numbers too shoot everyone else's economy and tank the stock market, um, which then in turn led to everyone being crammed in their houses, uh, heightened senses of stress. And, and I'm sort of getting off the conspiracy theory and more of what uh, happened after the virus outbreak, um, increased stress, um, less certainty, higher rates of depression, and anxiety, um, which then and the economy was obviously in the tank, which everyone points at the big man, the man in charge, Donald Trump. Yeah. And most of well, most of the attack ads I've seen on Trump have referred to the last six months. Yeah. There were, before the last six months, or I guess before March, which was what seven months ago, something like that. You guys know March. It's the third month. You guys went to kindergarten. Um, before March record low unemployment economy was soaring um like the yinzers say business was booming we were having like the country was 
on the up and up. And then COVID hit and everything went down and that's where all the attack ads came from. So do I think China intentionally released the virus? No, if I had to create a conspiracy theory, I would say it was made in the lab, uh, false negative for a bat and the bat was released and then it was uh, dispersed into the public. So that's conspiracy theories with Luke. It just seems so like, so perfect for the Trump haters that within his last few months of his term, that the election, which was at its all time best, just totally took a, a blow because of this pandemic. And like you said, everybody's blaming it on Mr. Trump. I don't know. And, and it opens the doors for voting via mail, which, which obviously is going to allow a lot of room for cheating. I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying that obviously when there's mail-in voting, there's going to be a lot, a lot better chance for cheating than walking straight into the polling booth. Yeah, you're right. And I don't, I'm not going to speak to the political chess that people might be playing, but I don't, I also don't understand the all, all aboard blaming Trump because every state handled it differently. Yeah. Uh, Florida handled it very well. New York handled it horribly. Pennsylvania also handled it horribly. Um, Texas handled it pretty well. They had a rough start and then they got things under control, especially in like Houston, Dallas and Austin. Um, but in big cities, it's expected to be worse because people live in closer quarters. So if, if Biden like finishes off and like, let's say he, he, the media was right. And you know, all the lawsuits fail or whatever, and and Biden becomes the president. Like, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I'm going to accept it. Like I'm not a loser. Remember we had Stevie Croutons on like a couple months back. Yeah. He was like, it doesn't really matter to him. He's going to get his money anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess that's kind of how I feel. I'm kind of like, like I, I don't know. It helped me out a lot hearing that because I'm like, he makes a great point. At the end of the day, the man in the White House doesn't necessarily affect what you do on a day-to-day basis. Now, I think for some people, the president affects them a lot more. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of get where he's coming from. That's kind of how I feel now. If Biden, I would love for Trump to win, obviously. But if Biden won, it's not going to affect what I do necessarily. The only thing that I'm concerned about, and I agree with you for the, for most things, yeah. uh, there are three things that I'm concerned about. Okay. Um, I'm concerned about taxes, obviously, because I don't want to be paying 50% taxes. Yeah. Um, because that definitely gets in the way of me making my money regardless of who the president is. Uh-huh. That's objection number one. Um, objection number two, I don't want anyone taking away my guns. Because that is my right. You can't take away the Second Amendment from anyone, um, barring uh, mental problems and stuff like that. Uh, the laws we have, I think, are enough. Uh, I don't think we need more laws making it harder for good people to get guns because bad people will get them anyway. Exactly. And the third thing, um, less involving me, is court Because both Harris and Biden have not given an answer when asked the question, will you pack the Supreme Court? Um, And the problem with court packing is it sets a terrible precedent. So the court's been nine justices for a very long time. I don't know the exact year, but I'm pretty sure it started at five. And then as the country grew from 13 colonies to 50 states, it can't be nine. The 1860s, I believe was, I could be terribly wrong. I'll double check this, but I believe it was like the 1860s when they, uh, like around the civil war, when they, yeah. 
regardless, it's been like that for a very long time, which I think is a good number. It's an odd number, which makes it uh, easy to decide the winner. We'll say that. And it's not too many, but it's also not too few that if for some odd reason, many of them die in succession, you can just have one president appoint the entire Supreme Court. So Donald Trump has already had, what, three justices appointed? I believe so, yeah. I think it's three. Yeah, it was Gorsuch, uh, Kavanaugh, and now Amy Coney Barrett. Mm-hmm. So that's three. That is a ton. It's a lot. Which is, you know, great if you're a conservative and if you're a liberal, you're going to be upset about it. But that is the role of the president is to fill Supreme Court seats and the role of the Senate to approve them or disapprove. Um, my problem with court packing is where does it stop? If you start adding justices and say it's what now? It's is it five to four or six to three leaning conservative? I believe it's six to three. It might have moved up, yeah, to six to three. I believe it's six to three. Um, so say one of them is a moderate though. But yeah, I think uh, Gorsuch is more moderate. Yeah. So it's like it's like five to three and a and a switcher. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you you you're a justice because you know the law. And it doesn't really matter your political opinion as long as you know the Constitution. Then that's that's the prerequisite is being a genius in the Constitution. Um, my problem is say say they decide to expand the Supreme Court, uh, Biden and Harris, that is, and they add four more justices, and they're all left leaning. Um, say another say right leaning justice dies, and then they appoint another. Uh, left leaning. So now they've added five and there's been one less. So it's we've added four people to the court. So now it's at 13 and it is now in, I think, nine to five in favor of left leaning uh, politics. And then a Republican gets into office and they follow the precedent that Biden and Harris have set and they add four more right leaning ones. And now the court's up to 17 people. And then it just keeps going and going and going. Where does it stop? So that's my problem with court packing is I don't want the Supreme Court to become 120 people that just keeps getting big every time the presidency changes hands. Yeah, I, I heard like a, a horror story prediction from like some conservatives that if if they if Biden gets elected, like officially elected, um, and like he starts packing the courts, that we'll probably never see a like they'll basically own the country for a very long time that we basically won't see another conservative president in our lifetime. What do you mean conservative president? If, like a, if they're on the court, because the courts are supposed to be outside of politics. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. That's just something that I've heard that if, if they pack the courts and say they take the house and the Senate and they make all kinds of law changes. I, I know that there's checks and balances, but I, this is just a horror story I've heard. I thought we could entertain. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how legitimate it is or, if America's strong, the checks and balances are strong enough to avoid that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily know how the court would influence the electoral process, except for, I don't even know, because to change, to change the electoral college, you would need a constitutional amendment, which for that you need Uh, 75% of the Senate and the House. Yeah. And, or 75% of state governments. So that's like 38 states to agree or 75 senators or we'll do quick maths. Well, how many, how many is in there? There's 435. So it's 
326 points. 27. 327. Yeah. Yeah. Quick math. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll so be I think the electoral. I think the electoral college is safe, which is good because I think it's necessary. Yeah. With with that being said, I this is my opinion. I believe that if Trump loses, like after all the lawsuits and everything, like if he genuinely loses the election uh, and Biden gets elected, I don't think that we'll ever see a conservative or Republican president in our lifetime. I just believe that. I don't know. I think I it, I think it depends a lot on the next four years if Biden gets um, legally elected. Hey, and we are joined by Khalil Reeves. What's going on, boys? What's up, bro? Does? Good, good. Hey, can you hear us fine? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, bro, we're talking uh, a little bit about the election. All right, my hair's a little messed up. I'm looking a little rough. It's okay, hey, bro. bro. You look great, boss. You know, you know, Khalil was our first reappearing guest on America's Sarah's podcast. He's a fan favorite. Yes, he is. He is. Yes. I appreciate the love. I appreciate Welcome it. Back. Welcome back. So we had Stevie Croutons a couple weeks back, and he said he watched your uh, your podcast. And he was like, yeah, bro, that Khalil guy's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to be a little more, uh, what could I say, uh, proper, I guess, on, on it. So he's not really seeing the real side of me. <laughs> yeah, fair point. <laughs> All right, bro. Let me ask. Let me ask you, Khalil, because I was just asking Luke this. You think you think it's over? You think the election's over? The Biden win? Um, I I believe so. But with the the past information coming out, you know about the I guess false um, voting and everything. Uh, I think there there might be a chance that you know Trump goes and takes him to court and does the lawsuits or whatever and possibly wins. I have no clue to be honest with you. Um. I haven't been keeping up with it that much. I mean, I, I, I keep up with it here and there, you know, like me and you talk, Matt. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, I mean, I, as of now, yeah, obviously Biden's in, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, if if the information that he's Trump is saying is true, then obviously it's going to go to court and who knows from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like I said, if, I mean, if it goes to Supreme Court, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it goes to Supreme Court. Trump just hired that lady. What's her name? ACB. Amy Coleman Barrett. Yeah, and if mm-hmm. I mean, if it goes to some pre- Supreme Court, most likely Trump's gonna win. Am I right? You think so? Look, I, I, think so. It, I don't yeah. know if it would go to the Supreme Court. I thought no. it would. I, th- I think it will. Well, it's supposed to judge on con- the Supreme Court's supposed to judge on constitutional issues, um, and I, yeah. I guess you, you could push it there. But I don't think – I think voter fraud is just a legal issue. I don't necessarily know if it's constitutional. So I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm very ignorant on, on law. Like, people study that stuff for a very long time, and I know very little about it to voice an opinion on that. I'm sure, I'm sure Trump and his lawyers will find the way to – the best they can to get that to the Supreme Court. Yeah. But I don't know. But, yeah, well, anyways, I was talking – I was time talking – will tell. I was talking to Clue, bro, like, I don't know, earlier this week. And we, I was telling him about, like, all this voter fraud stuff. Because we were just talking about the election. And then I think after we hung up, this dude sends me, like, he sends me this picture of, like, the Detroit voter rule lawsuit about, like, just all kind of voter fraud going on. I'll put it up on the screen. And, like, bro, he fucking tricked me. Because I'm like, yeah. He's like, is this what you're talking about? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, all kinds of stuff's going on. He goes, yeah, bro, this is fake and all kinds of – 
Trump supporters are doing it. <laughs> I'm like, they well, should I mean, make me look like a dumbass, bro. Well, I wasn't trying to, but like, that's that's like from my perspective, there was a bunch of people putting that picture out, right? And if they're putting that picture out, it's it wasn't true because you seen the degrees. Obviously, it wasn't 19 degrees. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so some people could be more gullible than others, and if yeah. they see that picture, that's when they 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 take that and they'll run with it. Yeah. You know? so, yeah I agree. so anytime like you're gonna say something, just make sure you have information or facts to back it up. Yeah. You know, um, and like I said, that picture obviously it wasn't you know it wasn't recent because it was we this past week it was nowhere near 19 degrees in Detroit, um, and I'm sure there's a Mil- I mean, I wouldn't say millions, but I'm sure there's a bunch of Trump supporters that have seen that picture and ran with it, you know, because I've seen it on Facebook, a Trump supporter saying that. Um, and he's like, oh, this is the voter fraud. Well, then someone commented under it because I didn't even realize it. And they said it says it's 19 degrees and um, it hasn't been 19 degrees all week in Detroit, you know. So, yeah. but, but listen, you, you came back with information, right? And you, you sent me some stuff that I checked out. Well, oh, I, some, you sent me some information that I should probably, you know, read up <laughs> yeah. and, and see, but like I said, um, I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's, it's all, I mean, listen, it's, everything is all messed up, bro. Like it's, I, I just want it to be over, to be honest with you. No, I agree. No, me, me and Luke were just talking about that. Like, if if I if Biden loses, like after all these, or sorry, if Biden wins after all these lawsuits, like we're not gonna like rise to reach or nothing. Like, we'll just straight up accept it. I'll be I'll be the first to say congratulations, Mr. President, and go on with my life because at the end of the day, that's all we can really do is just go on with our lives. Because yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, no, that's that's and that's good for you guys. I mean, I'd hope you guys win, right? Come on, yeah, you're better guys than that, <laughs> bro. One of the so Luke, you just mentioned like three reasons why you don't want Biden in in office. You said taxes, the Second Amendment, and um, stacking the courts. Also, I would I would mention, do you, do you have any fears about like the, how he's going to handle the pandemic? Like, will he shut us down again? Um. I think he will. I'm pretty sure he said he will. Um, I could be wrong. Everyone, check check me. I think the past two, five minutes have been a big big sign that says check all your sources and make sure they're not lying to you. But I'm pretty sure at some point he has said, yeah, he'll shut the country down, mandate masks everywhere. Uh, the city of Columbia, just where, where South Carolina is, just mandated that you have to wear a mask in all public, all public places, including outside. Um, so that's a lot of fun, but yeah, I think I think. Well, the I mean, I hate to cut you off, uh, Sig, but hasn't it been going on for the past like what two, three months? It well, uh, it's been indoors. So, oh, okay. Gonna, my fear is he's going to take it to like a very another extreme quarantine. No, like, I think he's going to take it to a whole other level. Like we, yeah, we have to wear masks. Like when we walk into the gym. My fear is. Like, we have to wear masks while we lift. Maybe we have to wear masks while we're in the car or outside walking down the street. I don't know. Well, is it true that cases have been rising right now? Yeah, but would, uh, I believe they have been, yeah. I think they rise every day. I mean, they were going down for a minute, weren't they? I think that there was a spike whenever, uh, like, September hit because everyone, or at least a lot of people, went back to school. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah. then either living in a dorm or living in an apartment again, it's just closer quarters. Yeah, yeah. So, especially I mean, that's, but that's to be expected. Yeah, college, school, yeah, high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to get that. So, well, I mean. Bro, here's the thing, though. Like, I get the cases, but it's it's not a bull. Like, it's not, it's not like a 60% death rate. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, yeah. at the end of the day, like, we're adults. Like, the gov- who the hell is the government? You know? I don't know. I just, I think that. I think that treatment, the treatment of like the shutdown, shouldn't be worse than the actual disease itself, and I think that it is. I don't think that shutdown is actually doing anything good. Well, so so what are you trying to say? What do you? I mean, you ever hear the like Luke or Clue, You ever hear the phrase that the cure can't be worse than the disease? No, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I've never heard that, or nor do. Hey, Khalil, I think your audio cut out. I didn't hear the second part of that sentence. You hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now I can. What's up? Um, no, I, I was saying I never heard. I never heard. Like I never heard right. that quote. You, Luke, you ever heard? I think I've heard it once or twice, but not a lot. I don't know if you like. It does make sense? Yeah, and I think it's it's valid, and because I, I mean, and you just like you might have to repeat yourself. Like you literally brought up all those points. Uh, like before Khalil came on about how domestic violence has risen and depression has risen because everybody's shut down and the economy is crashed and people are losing their job. At a certain point, the shutdown gets even worse than a, I don't know what the death rate is of coronavirus, but I think it gets even worse than these. Like some people have the freedom to do what they want. I mean, at the end of the day, this is America. You know, we have rights. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I actually agree with that, bro. Like I remember the first two weeks of quarantine when we first got hit with quarantine. Um, I was just sitting in the house, like just sitting there, didn't leave nothing, eating and playing the game, bro. And I became so depressed. Like it was like, it was crazy, man. Like, so I, I agree with that. Honestly, like I was like, man, I can't just like, I'm the type of person where I can't just sit, sit in the house and, you know, yeah. just, you know, I got to go do something or go you gotta work. Be outside. You yeah, be outside. Yeah. Work work or whatever it may be you know what i mean work out whatever so yes yeah, so i could agree with that honestly i think yeah isolation is like a key ingredient to depression for a lot of people absolutely yeah, yeah. and i mean it's not even just isolation like I, like i mentioned like the economy that's another factor is if people lose their jobs like you have to be a lot of people have to be financially set like look at the great depression that was because of an economic collapse that's kind of what we're seeing today people are going to get yeah. more suicidal if they lose their job I agree. Yeah, that, that's agree. That, that's where I get that that phrase. The cure can't the cure being the shutdown can't be worse than the disease, which is coronavirus. And I think it, I think it is. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, listen, some some people like I was at the gym today, bro, and some people are taking this disease a lot, you know, serious than others. Um, like I was at the gym today and. Me and my cousins, we're working out, and there's this, you know, older man, and uh, he has his mask on. Well, we don't have our mask on. We have it, like, hanging right here, and um, we ha- we have it hanging right here, and he, like, comes on, cases are rising, and it's, a, it, like, people are dying from this, and, like, we're just looking at him, like, dude, like, get away from us. Like, go mind your own business, you know what I mean? So then he goes up to the front, gets, like, a worker, 
and I knew he was going up to the front to get to work. So by the time he came back, I had my mask up so she couldn't say anything to me, you know? So, so I mean, but that's just an example, bro. Like, people just are, are taking it more serious than others, you Yeah, know? but they, look, I have no problem if they do that. Like, if you want to wear a mask while you left, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're act, acting like a little bitch like that and you're going to make other people yeah. – other people have to live in fear because you're living in fear. Like that's not okay. This again, this is America. Yeah. You want I mean, to wear I, a mask, you can, but don't force I, me to wear a mask. I agree, but everyone has. I agree. You're right. You're right. No, I, I, I know you're gonna say everybody has their opinion, and yeah, everyone, but as long as their opinion doesn't affect my rights, that's all that. At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think that's the beauty of America. Get the freedom to make your own mistakes. All right, cool. Whoa. So you said, you said, bro, you don't think it's over yet? You don't think it's officially over until the courts? I, like I said, bro, I can't speak on it that much because I don't have, like, complete knowledge and information of it. So I'm not going to sit on here and act like, you know, I know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the from what I've heard and what I've seen so far, Trump is challenging it. So I mean, if Trump is challenging it, then no, it's not over. I mean, you know, it's not over. But I will say this: I think there's a likely chance that Biden does win. I don't think that Trump's. I mean, I don't know what you think, Ray, but I don't think Trump's gonna have enough evidence. Like I said, yeah. I'm very ignorant on the subject, so I actually don't know. Yeah, I'm going down. The point. That's that's the probability I'm going with. I'm going down on Saturday to Washington, D.C. Like, I guess they're doing a rally. So I, I, me and my family are going down to, like, you know, like count the votes, count the legal votes or whatever. So I'll be fine. You're going down. Yeah, like me, my family, a couple friends of mine. Hey, should, don't bro, you know, dude, you should come down. Yeah, I got work. You're crazy. <laughs> Matt, don't get into a fight. Yeah, well, you don't, do, don't do no knucklehead shit. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm just kind of not scared. I'm more scared for my family. Like, I like. I don't know. Like, if Antifa is going to be down there or not, because they always start shit up. Okay, so then here's my question: If you are afraid or somewhat scared, why would you walk into that? Uh, because my family's going to go down with or without me. So I may as well go down with them. Fair enough. Right. That's fair. <laughs> you got me there. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And also, I mean, like we said, this is America. Like, we can't live in fear to to the mobs. You know? Yeah, yeah, but it also doesn't mean put your family in front of them. Well, well, let me stop you. What do you consider the mobs, Matt? Uh, I think once Antifa gets involved and then uh, they start destroying windows and buildings, I think when you have a large group of people doing that, that becomes the mobs. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't think anyone likes Antifa. If you're an Antifa supporter, there's something wrong with you in the head. I hate Antifa. <laughs> I really do. You're gonna make some people angry, Khalil. What's that? You're gonna make some people angry with that one. No, he's not. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, no, he's not. I mean, Everyone gets angry at everything these days. Do you know any Antifa members? I do any? not. No, no, no. I do, I do not. And and honestly, a lot of Antifa members are are like secretive about it. So yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't know if I knew anyone. But no, I don't know anyone as of now that I know that goes down and you know is part of that group. No, I don't. A lot of Antifa members are, they're kind of like, they look like me, Luke. Like, they're just these short fucking white guys. 
but like they have they have <laughs> smoke they have smoke halves. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like they skip leg day. Well, yeah, they don't they don't hit the gym or they just skip leg day. But yeah, they skip. I don't know. Maybe they hit the gym. They they always skip leg day, bro. Their calves are small as hell. I definitely <laughs> skips leg day now. Now that he doesn't have the football workouts going on, he definitely skips leg day. Who does? Me? You? <laughs> no, I hit it every now and then. I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna hit it this week. I gotta walk down in DC, bro. I can't be walking after leg day. I hate no. I that's facts. That's right. Right? Yeah. That's facts. Me and Mac gotta hit the gym soon. We've been talking about it, huh? Yeah. Hey, we have to do it before Biden gets elected, bro. I want you to lift with me without a mask. Oh, don't give me that. <laughs> Come no, it, on. It might happen. It might happen. It, what might happen? We, we might. There might be a mandate that makes us wear masks everywhere, including inside the gym while we lift and exercise. So you're saying that's, if you have to, if you have to wear a mask inside the gym. Then you can't. You're not going to the gym. I'll, bro, I'll find an underground gym. Well, bro, listen. I was. I go to LA Fitness, and like, like I said, bro, they you're you're required to wear a mask there right now. Yeah. So, so let's not. It's I mean, just a matter of how much they enforce it. Yeah. Well, do you think they're gonna enforce it any different if Joe Biden's the president and Donald Trump's the president? Yeah, I think they'll have to. No, Matt, don't give me that bullshit ass excuse. Uh, bro, I think if he has a mandate where you have to wear that the mask while you're walking outside and way down the street and they're it's, it's it's do you it's think anyone mandated. do you think down do you think anyone down here actually wears a mask outside? Where you where you're at? Where I'm at? No, no, no. I, I don't no, no, no I, but but that's because it's a Republican state, am I right? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, that's but, what I thought. So do you not have any fears, though? Like, I, I don't know what to expect. Do you not have any fears, uh, either of you, of, like, Biden and, and the possible shutdown? Listen, I, I – me personally, bro, if you, if you live in fear, nothing good is going to come out of it, right? Like, yeah. I was I – was, I had fear of the coronavirus at, at when it first came out, but I had to realize that I'm not going to let that affect my life. Like, I can't – I can't like yeah. Sometimes like I'll I, I definitely wash my hands a lot more now. You know what I mean? But um, still, I just I can't I I can't let it affect my life. I can't think of, I can't be thinking about that twenty four seven. So to answer your question, if Joe Biden is president, am I gonna live in fear? No. Um, yeah, but that's if, not what I'm if saying. If Donald, if what are you saying then? Like I I agreed with everything you said. Um, like you shouldn't live in fear of coronavirus if, if you don't want to and i think that like i think biden's gonna force us to live in fear of coronavirus by shutting us down by shutting down a bunch of uh places of work places of worship uh restaurants Bro, you're, capacity. you're you're saying biden's gonna do this but trump has already done this trump hasn't done it he didn't he let the he let the states do it the states did it on it and well it was a if I'm not mistaken, it was a two-week or three-week yeah. national mandate back uh, in March into early April. Yeah. yeah. And the states have sort of been in the driver's seat since like, the individual yeah. states. So he did well, it. That's what I, well, that's what I'm saying. So you're not saying anything that we've already went through. You're well, just, I don't want to go through it again, though. It, yeah, that's what, okay. And, and I, think I, about I, it. When Trump did it, I, I didn't agree with it when he did it in the first place. Yeah. But, but he he did it, though. It, but listen, it was before we knew exactly what COVID was, how deadly and dangerous it was. We kind of had to, I guess, put our toes in the water slowly and see how deadly this thing is. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. 
I mean, so like, I, I think just because Trump did it for the first two weeks when COVID hit America, that doesn't give Biden a good reason to do it for like four months or God, God knows how long. Well, if cases are rising and rising and rising, that's his. That's that's a fair enough reason right there. I don't think so. I think that it's still my right as an American citizen to test. If I if I want to take the risk to get sick, then let me take the risk. You're not my dad. Like you're the government. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah, like you, it's it's so scary, bro. You should be scared to to have our rights taken away. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't yeah. We always have to fight yeah. for our rights, bro. We always have to fight for our rights. I don't care if there's a, a, you know, a disease. I'll be respectful to other people. If they're like, hey, bro, can you stay six feet away from me? I'm like, sure. you know, but. I'll be right back. Be right. Yeah, no, I, I, no, listen, bro. I'm not knocking that at all. I agree, right? Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. That's, like I said, I'll, I'll accept it. If Biden gets elected, I, I won't be scared of nothing. Or, Hold on, let me. Yeah, go ahead. I'll talk to Luke. I'll talk to Luke. I have to. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. Hey, you're good. I'm back though. Now I'm down at this uh, this place here. My my buddy saves. He got a. Um, they're running a kitchen down here at this new wine wine shop or whatever. So. Want to give it a shout out? What's that? Want to give it a shout out? Uh Where we're at. I give it. I give it a shout out if I knew what it was called. <laughs> I mean, I know it's called Aviva Brick Oven in the Strip. So, I mean, if you guys are watching this, come down to Aviva in the Strip. It's like uh, 1700 Penn Avenue. It's like right where the old McDonald's was. You know, you remember where the old McDonald's was in the Strip? Yeah, I do. Yeah, if you're, if you're from Pittsburgh, you'll know. If you're from Pittsburgh, you'll know. Yeah, ba yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. Yenzers, yeah. Yenzers will know. Yeah. Oh, bro, all right, we'll get the sports in, in a minute. I don't, how long can you stay on, dude? Uh, I mean – I'm enjoying it honestly, so I I can stay for like another yeah 15 20 minutes like you know I yeah. I wish we could continue this I mean I'm yeah, just not in the right more, place bro. right now yeah we'll get, we'll schedule another one for over Christmas break whenever we're all back uh, all right all back together yeah yeah for sure wow you made it this far that's incredible hey, if you enjoy the video hit the like button hit the subscribe button and stay tuned for more content thanks for watching.